You got to make the morning last just Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, certified nutrition specialist, and this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing nutrition education and nutrition therapy. When I was a teenager, you know, I remember my dad telling me that a well-functioning digestive system is the cornerstone of good health. You need a healthy digestive system. You need a healthy intestinal tract to be healthy, he said. Of course, as a teen, I thought my dad had no clue (laughs) about health or what kept people healthy. I guess I was really wrong. He was ahead so of his time. Wrong. He was. He was. He was about 70 years ahead of his time. Yeah. And, you know, he was really a wise observer of people and of his animals that he was taking care of. So <laughs> he kind of had a clue. He did. So today we wanted to share some current science about the digestive system and how an unhealthy intestinal tract can lead to irritable bowel syndrome, you know, that IBS that everybody talks about which often includes chronic constipation or chronic diarrhea, or you don't even have to have IBS to have those things. If you have these issues and you're a listener today and you feel brave enough to call in with a question, our number is 651-641-1071. Of course, you could always call in and say, I'm calling for my Bob. Yeah. <laughs> or just, you know, not give a name. <laughs> That's right. So to join me in the studio today is Leah Wetzel, who is also a licensed nutritionist and a certified nutrition specialist and a master's degree in nutrition yes. and all those things. And she was recently appointed, appointed to the Board of Dietetics and Nutrition Practice by Governor Dayton, and I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank you, Dar. I'm so happy to be on the board. <laughs> so, Leah, what's one of the responsibilities of the board? I think people wonder about this. A yes. lot of times they don't even realize that there is such a board. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think a key responsibility of the board is to ensure that those practicing nutrition education or therapy are either licensed dietitians or licensed nutritionists. You and I are both licensed nutritionists. And Joanne, who is also on the show with us today, is a licensed dietitian. All three of us are licensed by the state of Minnesota, meeting all the requirements to be licensed. And those have a lot of requirements, don't they? They do. Yep. It's I mean, a laundry think, list of requirements. If you think about it, like a, a nutritionist, we have to have a master's degree yep. And, yep. and an internship. And Joanne, you had to... I had to have a bachelor's degree and an internship, but I also have a master's degree. A lot of dietitians do because the job market's so competitive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So it's more than just a yep. weekend course. Exactly. <laughs> years and years of training. Yes. Yep. So, so you know, welcome both to you yeah, this thanks. morning. Thanks, Star. It's Thank great you. to be on the show with you today. Well, good. good to be here. We know digestive distress is hardly a topic for a dinner party, right? <laughs> yes. But on 107.1, my talk, anything goes. (laughs) So I thought a little talk about chronic constipation or diarrhea would have people turning up the volume or maybe turning us off. (laughs) (laughs) And I really hope most of the listeners will be turning up the volume. (laughs) So here are some interesting facts. About one in three Americans suffer from gut problems. Wow, that's a that's lot. A lot of people. A third of us. Yes. Most, people, most people don't want to talk about it, but it's still happening. So did you know that the seven best-selling drugs in the U.S. are prescribed for GI or gastrointestinal problems? 
Gosh, that's amazing, isn't it? It's a lot. Yeah. So, or nearly half of all of the doctor visits are for functional digestive disorders such as acid reflux or irritable bowel syndrome or IBS. Yes. So a functional bowel disorder describes problems related to the function. Yes. You know, the bowel simply isn't working as opposed to a structural problem, such as maybe a blockage, which is a little more serious. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. So you might be saying to yourself, my doctor told me I have IBS. So oh, we've what? heard that. <laughs> yes. A lot of people say that. And and it is a real condition, but I think it, it's, yeah, it's like a blanket for prescribed obviously. a little or it's stated a little more often yep. than mm-hmm. it really is. But so what has caused my IBS? What has caused in my intestinal tract to have either constipation or diarrhea or both? I know I'm not happy with that condition. And I think we hear that a lot of times from people. A lot. Mm-hmm. Who would be happy with that condition? No, no, no. Yeah. And lots of things can be caused by irritable bowel syndrome. You know, the number one reason, you know, is you know, what we come to is taking several rounds of antibiotics, maybe for strep or those acne medications, sinus infections, or really any reoccurring infection. So when we think about that, Leah, yeah, you know, we think about teenagers, mm-hmm. adolescents, mm-hmm. Yep, they often are on antibiotics for acne. acne. Mm-hmm. So, so. It, it's often when I see that checked on health survey, even if it's an adult, mm-hmm. and especially too, if they're experiencing IBS, I always ask them about that if they had medicated with any sort of um, acne med, typically antibiotic-based right. acne med, um, when they were a teenager. And lo and behold, a lot of them have. So, you know, maybe you haven't taken antibiotics, but you've taken a lot of anti-inflammatory drugs such as Advil, Motrin, Excedrin, or even prednisone. Mm -hmm, And this is another thing, isn't it, Joanne? A lot of people are on prednisone. Yes. And a lot of times people are taking, you know, it's interesting. They'll say, oh, yeah, well, I take a little bit of uh, Advil. You know, they'll say, I'm taking 800 three times a day. Yeah. Yep. I say, is that a little? You know, I <laughs> yeah. think of one, maybe a 200 milligrams as a little once, right. once in a while. Right. Yes. But a lot of people, and then if a lot of people are taking the prescription strength, which is 600 to 800 milligrams mm-hmm. of ibuprofen. Right. Um, or 500 of the naproxen. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that that could be and often is the cause for their constipation. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. And another cause could be if you've been on hormone replacement or if you've been on mm-hmm. birth control pills for a long time. Yep. That also causes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Or maybe, you know, you're eating a lot of processed foods. And when we say that, meaning like breads, bagels, cereal, chips, donuts, muffins, all of those definitely can lead to IBS. And right? we and we actually know that that is a common Common, common, common menu for a lot of people. It is. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, another one that, you know, and we're talking about a IBS. We're talking about chronic diarrhea, chronic constipation. You know, maybe you're addicted to sugar. Yep. Lots you know, of people. You know, and really sugar yes. is not a friend to your intestinal tract. No. No. Or maybe your intestinal tract is sensitive to the gluten grains found in bread, pasta, or bagels. Or to dairy products, such as cheese, milk, yogurt. So, 
lots of things that food sensitivities we never associate with constipation, mm-hmm. but they can be a big part of it. And that's really what working with us as nutritionists, like that's what we really dig into to see what if there are connections there. And a lot of times there is a connection. Yes, definitely. A lot mm-hmm. of connections. Yeah. You may be wondering, what is irritable bowel syndrome? Clients with IBS complain about struggling with either constipation or diarrhea, or for some of them, they go back and forth between the two, switching from constipation for a while, maybe then diarrhea and then constipation, but really never normal bowel function. So I don't know if you've had clients like this before, but I've had clients that they uh, really have such a problem with IBS that they say, I can't leave the house until at least 1130 in the morning. Because wow. mm-hmm. they never know what right. is going to happen. And they have to say, well, I have to get all emptied out right. before mm-hmm. I can leave the house. Right. So they, their life becomes, you know, what they're doing is they're trying to manage their condition. Yes. Right. And yeah. so they almost get housebound sometimes. Or two, they stop eating. I've had clients where... Right. Um, you know, they just won't eat at work because they, if they eat, they get diarrhea. And, and so they end up becoming malnourished because they're too afraid to eat because they're too afraid to get diarrhea in the middle of a board meeting or things. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That so, happens. Yeah. so I'm wondering, maybe. It's time for break. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. So, all right. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I am Leah Wetzel, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here in the studio today with Joanne Riddout, licensed dietitian, and Darlene Kavist licensed nutritionist. We are discussing the causes and solutions for chronic digestive problems. If you have questions today, please give us a call in the studio at 651-641-1071. It's the time of year when half the people you know are sipping so-called shakes or eating locale meal replacements. Diet gimmicks may get short-term results, but to truly change your health and change your body, you have to change your nutrition. And to do that, you need nutritional weight and wellness. Sign up for a class or come in for a one-on-one consultation. Nutritional weight and wellness has offices in St. Paul, Wyzetta, North Oaks, Lakeville, and Maple Grove, and offers classes at many other Twin Cities locations. Call 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. You know, I'm very, very pleased to announce that our Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide is completed, it's printed, and it's available for sale at all of our locations and online at weightandwellness.com. You know, if you're online, just click on product and it's listed there. You know, I believe this cookbook and Nutrition Guide will make a perfect Valentine's Day present for (laughs) You know, maybe a special friend, maybe your mom, somebody, a sister. And it's great. It's got great recipes. It's really nice. It's more than just a cookbook. There's a lot of very helpful information in the cookbook. And it looks beautiful. It is. Great job. Very nice. And I've already made three recipes out of it. And we, (laughs) uh, you know, um, I actually had Jackie make the pizza recipe yesterday for Corey's little get-together for his birthday party. Oh, nice. We need to tell him happy birthday. Yes, and everybody loved the pizza, and and it was fun. You know, it's fun to be able to have a healthy pizza where if people have a gluten sensitivity, it has no gluten in it. It's tons of veggies. Tons of veggies, and it tastes great. Yeah, so that's great. That's good. So we were talking, so... Joanne, should we take a caller before we... Looks like we have a few in the line. Yeah, we do have a few callers. Okay. Okay. Sounds great. Hello, Mary. Do you have a question? Good morning, Mary. Good morning. Morning. 
Yeah, I have, I have a question. I'm on a program for the last two weeks. It's a weight loss program, but I do not eat any processed carbohydrates or processed meats. It's basically proteins, which include beef, pork, chicken, fish, mm-hmm. and so, some vegetables, a nice variety, but not every vegetable, and mostly green vegetables, you know, that sort of thing. And prior to that, I always ate, you know, my fair share of bread and muffins and whatever. Um, and I was always regular. I'd always, I would always have a bowel movement, you know, two times a day. But now I'm finding out that I'm constipated. And in order to relieve it, I have to, you know, I've been drinking some sort of tea that helps me. And well, I asked about that, and they said the protein overpowers the fiber in the vegetables. Does that sound right? No, I don't. Th- I just think you're not eating enough vegetables. You oh, just... my gosh, I'm eating six vegetables a day. Okay. And I get a couple of, you know, I can have apples and, and some blackberries and raspberries and strawberries, but... Okay. Or, I mean, those foods have lots of fiber, and if you're not used to eating those types of foods and you're mostly eating breads and things like that that have actually a lot less fiber... Your body's probably not adjusted to that, and that could, if you get inundated with a lot of fiber very quickly, you can end up constipated when your body's not used to eating like that. So I would say, how much water? Are you you drinking a lot of fluid water? I drink at least 64 ounces a day. Okay, yeah. I think that probably, that sounds kind of what's going on. You know, a couple of other things I'd recommend is to take some bifidobacteria mm-hmm. so that you get the good bacteria into your system and also some good magnesium, like our mixed magnesium. Yep. And that will really help with constipation. When you talk about, are you talking about something like Activia? No, no. it's much healthier than that. It's okay. bifidobacteria is the main beneficial bacteria probiotic that you have in your intestinal lining and your intestinal tract. And so... It really helps with digestive problems and with constipation and diarrhea. Mm-hmm. So we usually have people take like one of those before every meal, and it it solves the problems for most people. So where can I? What do I eat, or where do I get that? Is that just, you know? Just go to you can go to our website weightandwellness.com, dot com, and uh-huh. you know we have five locations, so you can pick it up there. Okay. Uh, and or go online. I don't know where do you, what part of town do you live in. Um, well, I live in the North Metro, Ramsey. I know there's one in Maple Grove, I believe. Yes, there is. Yeah, there is. <clears throat> yes, that's and oh. that's where Joanne works out of. Where so I'm going to be later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so is stop that like by. A meal or something I put in water. You can. It's a capsule, or you can have it in a powder. Either way. Oh, and I just take that just before every meal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's going to help you with getting things moving. Yeah. Okay, because I eat like six meals a day, six Perfect. meals a day. That's great. You're doing great with that. So this will yes. just get you back regular again. Okay, and on the upside, I've lost nine and a half pounds in two weeks. That's really oh, good. Wow. That's great. So it is working. Okay, so I will stop in there and pick that up or talk to somebody about it. Okay. That sounds great. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Yeah, that's a great. Thank you. That was great, Leah, remembering good. that sometimes too much fiber is not yeah. a good solution. Going from not a lot to too much, your body mm-hmm. doesn't, you know, that's an adjustment. Right. Yep. Right. So We have more callers. We do. Yeah, okay, more. sure, yeah. sure. Should we could take, take more one? callers. Hello, Patty. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question? Yes. Um, that uh, portrait of the woman with the IBS you mm-hmm. described is exactly me mm-hmm. only. Um, I... 
got it after having C. diff. And I sure. got the, I've had now several, uh, for a year and a half, several clear um, tests, no C. diff. But I just my eating has been so messed up since then, and I am so confused between the uh, doctor and the nutritionist. Well, I think, you know, Patty, it really makes sense for you to come in for an appointment. Anyone that has had C. diff really needs nutritional support probably forever or for many years because it really takes a long time to heal after C. diff. And people are much more sensitive to foods after C. diff. Mm -hmm. I mean, usually they're sensitive to dairy products, they're sensitive to gluten, they're sensitive to sugar. And so it's you need the support of a nutritionist to keep you on track and to know exactly because you hear all this stuff, but you know, for your body... You need a special kind of eating plan. It's a healthy eating plan. You'll feel great, right. but you sure sure need the help. So I would suggest, you know, give our office a call and make an appointment. You know, our office number is 651-699-3438. And I, we work with a lot of people that have had C. C diff, diff yep. or mm-hmm. are experiencing C. Yep. diff, you know. Yes. And so they've we, had a lot of really good results. Yes, yep. yes. So thanks for the call this morning. Oh, so maybe what we should do, as long as we're talking, let's go. Let's go back to, you know, let's go back to what it looks like is in in the intestinal tract. Yeah. So, you know, I think it often surprises clients when we show them. You know, that we in our classes, especially in our weight and wellness classes, or in a lot of our classes, we show them a picture of the intestinal tract and. It's kind of interesting to know that the intestinal tract is 26 feet long. Just think of how long that is. It's, yes. it's, it's when we stretch it out in the classroom. It's like a whole classroom length. Yes. It is. Or if you think about this, here's another way. If you know someone that's six feet tall. Yes. That would be four of those people yes. lined up plus another couple of feet. Yes. So we have 26 feet of intestinal tract all curled up inside of our cells. And we have lots of good bacteria, and we have lots of good bacteria, and we have some bad bacteria. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we really want more good than bad. That's the trick. That's right. And when we're put on an antibiotic for strep throat, ear infection, sinus infection, or something like that, or C. diff, the antibiotics kill the bad bacteria but it also kills the good bacteria. And, the good bacteria that we need for digestion is and, killed off. And I think that's exactly what happens when people have C. diff. They don't realize that's right. that the antibiotics cause the C. diff. Yeah, right. And that's what's happened is all the good bacteria has been killed off and the bad bacteria takes over. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened to Patty. Yes. Right. And many like her. Um, Yeah. And so really, you know, the amount of good bacteria in your digestive system and your gut determines the health of your gut, which is, you know, what you need for normal bowel function, meaning that regular BMs, you know, that we want to have the good bacteria and without, you know, that we're going to have more constipation and diarrhea. So your gut health also determines which nutrients are absorbed. And which toxins are repelled. Yep. So really your intestinal tract is a direct 
linked to your health of your entire body. So, Joanne, should we take another caller? Because I yeah. I just thought maybe we should Let's help that un- help listeners understand why the intestinal tract is so important. Right. Okay. Good morning, Sue. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question? Yes, I do. I have been told that my ileocecal valve is open or closed, depending on you know, the the time or whatever. And um, I don't eat gluten, and I don't do dairy, maybe a little goat cheese here or there. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, what are your comments? What do you do for something like that? So you, do you take um, any bifidobacteria? I mean, are you? I do. Okay. I take your bifido. I, I've only been taking two in the morning, and then I take the acidophilus that you have um, at night before bed. Okay. Two of those. I would probably take bifidobacteria a couple of more times during the yeah. day. So are okay. you are you having any issues now when you're doing what you're doing? You're gluten-free, you're dairy-free, you're taking good probiotics. Yeah, you... but I still have, I had Lyme disease in the summer, mm. so I took an antibiotic for that. Oh, and I sure. still, my system is constantly really slow. Okay. So, you know, one of the possibilities is come in and see one of the nutritionists. I think sit down because... Um, you probably need more repair to your intestinal tract. So you probably need a lot more bifidobacteria. You probably mm-hmm. need some glutamine. I don't mm-hmm. know if you're taking any glutamine. Right. You know, I do take some of that. Okay. okay. You probably need a lot more, especially since you were back, you had to be on antibiotics. And, you know, maybe there's other things. There's things like MSM that mm-hmm. helps to heal the intestinal lining. Again, you have to go through more work healing that intestinal lining so that you become so you actually can become symptom free. Oh, okay. And I think that's when we would sit down with you. That's what we'd work on. Okay. Okay. Let's get okay. this healed up so that you're not having symptoms. Okay. Right. Okay. Oh, thank I you think, so much. I, th- I really that was a great call. Thanks for calling in because it it helps us understand too what people are when they're listening what. Ex- what they are, are ex- experiencing. Wow, I can't get the words out this morning. <laughs> Pocked are. <laughs> okay. Time for our next break. Time for our next break. Okay. Okay, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. So starting this week, February 3rd, our Weight and Wellness Series starts in St. Paul, Lakeville, Maple Grove, North Oaks, Hudson, and Wyzetta. You know, I really love teaching the Weight and Wellness Series because it really helps people understand why they're having things like aches and pains or digestive problems exactly Mm -hmm. exactly and how to eat to get rid of them after i took the weight and wellness series about a year ago my back pain and digestive issues of 20 years went away good wow that's That's huge what a what a change and it happened pretty quickly in the first few months so i will share my story in the thursday night class in wyzetta starting february 6th So sign up and join me as I help you feel better. Or call our office at 651-699-3438. Or you can go online to sign up for the class at weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're experiencing digestive problems and feel brave enough to call our number, it's 651-641-1071. And hopefully we can answer your questions. Now, if you took our weight and wellness series several years ago, you know, it was great. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody says it, it was great. Is. Yes. But in the past year, as new research came out, we updated, and we also updated all of our graphics. Mm-hmm. And now you'll get a beautiful new cookbook and nutrition guide with it. And client after client has told us this class has been life-changing. I hear it all the yes. time. Yes, yes. And so many people now eat the weight and wellness way, and they really feel great. They yeah. tell us all the yes. time. And I think it's good to let me read a comment from one of the weight and wellness class members who took the class series last spring. It says, I found this class to be very educational. It completely turned my thinking around in regards to cholesterol, fat, sugar, and man-made foods. I have noticed less stomach problems since following the weight and wellness way menus. And I plan to continue cooking this way for myself and my family. And if she gets the cookbook, new cookbook, yeah. there's lots more family there's recipes. More. Yes, and a whole mm-hmm. kids section. Right. Yes. So, Joanne, shall we take some shall callers? Take caller? All right. Okay. Carrie, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question? Good morning, Carrie. Um, Good morning, Carrie. Welcome to Dishing Up um, Nutrition. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, I just have a question about fructose malabsorption. My son was just diagnosed with that, um, and we he's been doing a lot better since avoiding um, higher fructose foods. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but... He was asking me because apparently glucose does help with um, being able to absorb or something the fructose. Is there a way that he could maybe um, have like straight glucose that if he has something that's higher in fructose, would that help with digesting? You know, I think under what, just from working with lots and lots of clients. Yeah, we've seen a lot of clients. Underneath that fructose malabsorption is a gluten sensitivity. Mm -hmm. Right, and we've stopped with gluten. Right. And so Good. once you totally get rid of gluten and you don't, yep. and you just use vegetables and meat and you don't try to do all this gluten-free products, because okay. a lot of those are really high in sugar and they're yep. really hard to digest. Right. And okay. so then, um, I, you know, I find that that fructose malabsorption problem goes away. And once you, with the gluten-free, fruit, you know, following mm-hmm. those guidelines and healing, you got to heal the gut. Yes. Too. Oh, okay. And then once you heal the gut, then reintroducing fruit um, usually isn't problematic. I think that's a good point, Leo, because yeah. oh. we automatically do that with clients. Yes. We have kind of a little protocol that we follow to help people mm-hmm. heal the intestinal tract, and it depends on you know, what has caused that malabsorption yes. and the breakdown of the intestinal tract is what we do. Mm-hmm. But w- okay. we really heal it as it's tissue. It's yes. basically tissue that's inflamed. So you take the inflammation out of the tissue and heal it. And then people can, I mean, really, you don't have to be so careful with yes. your eating plan. So oh, that's what I would recommend. I, you know, maybe. How, how long do you, would you say it would take for me to keep him, you know, Get him off all that stuff. Give him time to heal before starting to reintroduce. Uh, three to six months, I would say. Okay. And how old is your son? He's thirteen. Okay. Yeah, bring it. Bring him in for a consultation because he's going to be in charge of his own eating. You know, at thirteen, 
I mean, okay. it, it's best to sit yes. down with you and <laughs> him and all of us. I already have arguments with him. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. You know, let him argue with a nutritionist and not mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but thanks, right. thanks for the call. That's a great, yeah, thank you. great question. Thank you. So should we take another call? Yeah, we got yeah. more. Okay, my gosh. We thought maybe no more would Nicole. call in. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We were worried about that. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question? Good morning. Nicole? Oh, hi, yes. Hi. I have celiac disease. I've had it for about four years, and I do follow a strict gluten-free diet. And I've been taking glutamine and also a probiotic every day. But I'm just wondering, since I have difficulty swallowing pills, and I, I tend to open up the capsules and put them in my hot tea to drink them. Mm. I'm wondering if putting them in hot water makes them lose their efficacy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I would actually, for you, I would switch just, you can just get, like, like bifidobacteria, I think it would be, a, the straight bifido would be a good back, uh, probiotic for you, and just in powder form. Especially with celiac. Yeah, and, I, you know, our bifido powder doesn't have any taste. Yeah. You just mix it in water and. I mean, you probably need like a half a teaspoon several times several a day. Several times a day right. for healing. And, and at least... other cold items as well, like yogurt, or does it have to be just water or... And it's probably for you, it would be better to do it in water. doesn't have okay. any flavor. I mean, and, and you could mix is it, it a little... Is it a flavor thing or is it a consistency? What about it, don't you? Like, very much. Um, I feel like I can taste it. Okay. Yeah, this one is, is not too bad. And, and typically what I suggest is like room temperature water. That, you know, and it really kind of, you stir it in, give it a few minutes, and it kind of dissolves in there. You don't really notice it. And if you okay. wanted to sweeten up the water, you could put a drop of stevia in it. Okay. And, and I mean, then what about the glutamine? Would that also be the same situation? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. And probably okay. a half a teaspoon of glutamine several times a day. Yeah. Okay. And you mix them together. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I can take them together. You oh, can. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And okay. then, you know, when you're looking at that, uh, you know, you really, people really need some omega-3 fish oil mm-hmm, to that, heal that lining. Yep, and vitamin D is very And important. vitamin D, there's a lot of things that heal that tissue in your intestinal tract. Is there a fish oil that you can take that isn't in a pill form? Oh, I sure. Yeah, big pills. there's a lot of good yeah, we have liquid a, fish oils on I the I mean, market. we have a great one that has a little bit of a lemon taste. And okay. It's, so stop in at one of our offices. That would be great. And we're, what part of town do you live in? Uh, St. Paul. Okay. Yeah. Well, right there on Hi- on Highland and Cleveland. Oh, uh, great. Thank you. I will. I will do that. Okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Lots of people have digestive problems, don't they? Yes. Shall we take one more caller? Okay. All right. Good morning, April. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you have a question? I sure do. I've had chronic constipation since I was a baby, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and now I'm starting on a Miralax regime, and things aren't really working. Just, <laughs> yeah, that's common. I'm at yeah. a loss. I don't know what to do. And on rare occasion, I have the opposite problem. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not right. very often. Well, who wants to answer that mm-hmm. one? Who wants to help April? Well, we were talking about, do you want to we, share yeah, your Miralax? I, I um, have a long history with constipation. And I, the doctor told me to take fiber, and then the doctor told me to take Miralax every day and said that was fine. Actually, for me, that made it worse. So until I started eating the weight and wellness way, started taking bifido and glutamine, and mixed magnesium really helped a lot okay. to turn that around. But also the eating plan. I gave up gluten, gave up dairy, mm-hmm. stopped eating sugar, 
all of those things together really helped. Lots of vegetables. But if I felt like prior to that, I had tried everything. Mm-hmm. And now it's really settled down. You know, I think the other thing that happens to a lot of people is they, they are on low-fat diet. Yes, yep. I was. And <laughs> then, you know, the tissue, that intestinal tissue needs good fat to function. Yes. Yes. And so I don't know if you're on a low, you know, if you've been on a low-fat diet. Or well, I had been for hundreds of years. Yeah. yeah. I've, I'm not on low-fat. I pretty much use real cream in my coffee. Good. And, started following a little bit what you guys have suggested. And also, we eat a lot of stir-fries. I mean, I can eat a lot of veggies, too, and that still doesn't always right. work. And I've got a Nutri-Blast, and I've been trying to blast and have a smoothie with a little protein powder in the morning, and that's not cutting it. Well, you know, again, April, maybe you need to come in for an appointment because mm-hmm. I... I mean, we can solve this one. Yeah. I mean, we, we do definitely almost on a daily basis. I mean, we're we, good at this. Yes, <laughs> the gut. Yeah. I mean, we have people that have not had a BM for you know the once every ten days. Yeah. I mean, Leah, you were just talking about yep. that as a client. I've had clients like that in the past, mm-hmm. and uh, and then back to just normal everyday BMs. So right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so sometimes it takes a little bit of detective work from on our part. To figure out exactly what's causing your problem. But underlyingly, right. oh, she's not on the line anymore. But underlyingly, you know, a lot of times we, like you were kind of were investigating, you got to make sure there's no foods that you're sensitive to right. and get them out of your diet. Exactly. And going back to, got to heal the gut. Right. Yeah. Great. So, so where are we in all our discussions here? So <clears throat> to have a well-functioning intestinal tract, free of symptoms of gas and bloating, diarrhea, or constipation, the intestine needs an ample supply of good bacteria. We've been talking about that. I think then that's, you know, like the one lady that said that she was just taking it once a day. Mm Right. It's fine for someone that's really healthy. Well, and that's fine when you get to a maintenance level. Yes. But initially, you need to have it before each meal. Mm -hmm. So the good bacteria that supports digestion is bifido, and this is the beneficial bacteria found in breast milk, which helps establish good digestion in babies, and for life. So the lady that just called in said that she's had constipation for... And she was a baby. whole life. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So possibly, we don't know for sure, but possibly she was not breastfed. Yep. So she did Could not be. get the bifidobacteria from the very beginning. Right. Right. So if we do get that bifidobacteria, we will continue to have good digestive health for life mm-hmm. unless we start doing something like antibiotics or anti-inflammatory drugs, that de- then destroys the good bacteria. Yes, yeah. And that's, as we were kind of talking about, that's kind of like going back to my story. <clears throat> I was not breastfed. I never got, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> that good, <laughs> excuse me, that good bifidobacteria, mm-hmm. which ultimately led to problems down the road. And I ended up with serious asthma. Yes, you've talked about that. And what happens that. with yes. those conditions? What medications do you often get prescribed? steroids and antibiotics. Yes. So I was on that a lot as a child and also as an, a young adult. Okay. And so my digestive system needed a lot of repairing. Um, and so when I you know, became part of the NWW team and learned about the importance of gut health, <laughs> um, started taking that good bifidobacteria. And not only did that bifidobacteria help eliminate my digestive problems, um, but also really helped with 
healing my asthma condition too, um, I suddenly really be able to have um, more benefits of absorbing my nutrients better, better energy, my metabolism kicked in, you know, and I've been able to maintain a healthy normal weight for a really long time, no inflammation. Which was 50 pounds less than what it was at one time, yep. wasn't it? Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So it wasn't just a few pounds. No, it was a <laughs> no. lot. Yeah, it was a lot. And it's been over, you know, now a decade of yes. maintaining a healthy weight. Um, and and really my cells were receiving the nutrients that it needed to function better. And my energy furnace in my cells were turned on. And I was really starting to feel better once my digestive system started to work better. I remember back to when I, you know, didn't know about gluten sensitivity, I, you know, just kind of discovering healthy eating. At a young age, during my lunch breaks at work, I'd have to go to my car and take a nap. Like, I was so fatigued uh-huh. all day long um, that, you know, it was, it was which I thought was, you know, I thought that was normal. But now that I have, you know, abundance of energy, even though I have a little one and I don't get all the sleep that I want to every, <laughs> every night, you know, overall, I feel so much better now that my digestive, my digestive system's working properly. Right. And I'm getting the energy my body needs. So I think we probably need to take a break. Is that right, Joanne? Yes. Okay. So you're listening up to Dishing Up Nutrition. We are teaching many two-hour classes this coming week. We're teaching Jumpstart Your Metabolism in Edina, in Hopkins, and the Hot Flash class in St. Paul at Mississippi Market, Pain and Inflammation in Bloomington, and Nutrition for Happy Focus Kids in St. Paul next Saturday. So these are all great classes. We have great teachers. Call 651-699-3438 to sign up. And also you can sign up. You can still sign up for the Nutrition for Weight Loss in North Oaks and Maple Grove. And the classes start on Monday, February 3rd. We'll be right back. Hi, sleep. I miss you. What's it been? Six months? A year? I don't even know anymore. I just know I need you. And I really want to reconnect. I tried medication, hypnosis, some weird tea that smelled like feet, crying hysterically. None of it worked. A friend of mine told me about this place that helped her sleep, Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I know. What the heck does food have to do with sleep? She says a lot. I can't remember what exactly because my mind is shot these days. No sleepy, no thinky. Plus, I'm getting acne and headaches, and my butt's getting fat. I'm going a little crazy, you know? (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to give Nutritional Weight and Wellness a try, and I promise, Sleep, if you come back, I won't snore. Learn how real food can improve your sleep, mood, digestion, skin, and more. Sign up for the Weight and Wellness Series at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Call 651-699-3438 or visit weightandwellness.com. So welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you or a family member struggles with anxiety, be sure to listen to Dishing Up Nutrition next week as we share our nutritional approach to managing anxiety. You may be asking, what does food have to do with anxiety? Let me tell you, a lot. lot. (laughs) So tune in next Saturday. So Joanne, should we take another another caller? caller? Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, Andrea. Do you have a call? Question? Um, I was just curious. My husband had a gallbladder surgery, and um, I wanted to know if there should be any changes in his diet, you know, post-surgery. You know what I found in working with lots and lots and lots of people over the years is that I don't find that people have any special digestive issues after they've had their gallbladder 
removed. Okay. I just haven't. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, the one thing that you're not, that, that he's not going to be able to deal well with is things like trans fats. Yeah, bad fats. Bad fats are not good. But regular good fats, you know, like olive oil or butter or avocados. Coconut oil. I mean, yes. those all work just yeah. fine. So I, maybe maybe it's the quality. So, yeah. if, you know, if he goes, if he tries to eat a pizza that is like a frozen pizza, he's probably going to have some trouble yes. because that's got trans fats in it. Mm-hmm. And there, I mean, working with some people that right initially, once their gallbladder is removed, um, there, you know, there can be, again, a, a little bit of adjustment. And I, the medium chain triglyceride fat, so like coconut oil, uh-huh. um, coconut milk, is digestive a little differently. And so people that have, you know, issues with their gallbladder, don't have a gallbladder, um, those are, that's a really easy fat to digest. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Great. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I think that's a, people, that's a misconception. Yeah, that you can't, it is. sometimes they're put on low-fat diets. Yeah. But they can still definitely digest fats. Healthy fats. Healthy yeah. fats. Healthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we've been talking about beneficial bacteria. So, you know, if you lack good bacteria, the beneficial bacteria, you will likely have symptoms of either chronic diarrhea or chronic constipation. Mm-hmm. You know, constipation is common and affects about 42 million people. Wow. And in our weight and wellness classes, we often tell this story about a young college student who took her spring semester class in Mexico and discovered when she was living with other young women that having a BM once every two weeks was not normal. Yeah. Wow. She'd always <laughs> thought everyone went, went once every two weeks. Yep. And she was really surprised. You know, her mother was a nurse, and she was really surprised. <laughs> um, but she was even more surprised when she had a daily BM. You know what? Some people think they just have, that's their normal. They don't realize that they can actually have regular BMs. But the one thing that she noticed is, you know, she didn't have that extended stomach area and she didn't have bloating. Yep. So we want to give you some possible solutions if you have chronic constipation. Yes. So again, we've been talking about this um, with a lot of callers today, but first you really want to make sure that you're, you're taking that bifidobacteria. Now, this is our dominant bacteria. It makes up 70% of our flora, and it's really important to establish this important bacteria. And to be taking it, you know, before every meal and replacing and replenishing that beneficial bacteria that can be destroyed from, you know, from antibiotics or, or from steroids or, you know, lack of breastfeeding. There's lots of ways you can become depleted. Mm-hmm. It is important to take that bifidobacteria, ideally 10 to 20 minutes, before your meals. Basically, we're looking at an empty stomach is yeah, what would people... Ideally, right. ideally. Yeah, ideally. And this is because the beneficial bacteria needs to have a chance to establish themselves in the intestines before the gastric juices start flowing when the food hits the stomach. Also, I always add a special type of magnesium. If you tend to have constipation, we always use mixed magnesium because it has magnesium citrate and magnesium glycinate in it. It helps to relax the colon, helps to draw water into the colon, and usually two capsules of mixed magnesium, sometimes with each meal, sometimes two more at bedtime. Mm-hmm. It's very, very helpful. Some Most people need four to six total a day. Exactly. You know, Joanne, I was just reading last night that 80% of the population now is deficient in magnesium. 
Wow. You know, we right. used to talk about it being 63, and then it went up to 68%. Yeah. Yeah. And then last night when I was reading this article, it said that about 80% of the population is low on magnesium. And it's such an important mineral for our bodies. Yes. And it might match the number of people that are on heart um, blood pressure medications. It might, yes. <laughs> so one of the other things that I usually, for people that have constipation, I usually eliminate grains from their eating plan because grains can be very inflammatory. Mm-hmm. You know, it inflames the colon. You know, I also eliminate things like apples, which is interesting. Yeah. Bananas. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because both of those are constipating. Right. And another interesting food that could lead to that is nuts. You know, I find that nuts, maybe for some people, have too much fiber, and too much fiber can be a big problem. Yep. And you talked about that earlier in the show, too much fiber. Yeah. Right. So sometimes um, I find that cooked spinach, especially cooked spinach sautéed in coconut oil, is, is very too. helpful yes. and very tasty. Yeah, It's helpful and very, yes, tasty. You know, I often find clients are adding too much fiber, you know, whether it's psyllium or yes. even flaxseed. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, the fiber, and you know, this is a hard one for people to understand, that fiber, too much fiber actually causes more constipation. Mm-hmm. And I think we also talked about a low-fat diet also can cause constipation. Definitely. So another thing, you know, to be aware of is that medications can also lead to constipation. That could be pain meds, antacids, calcium channel blockers, so it's like blood pressure medications, some antidepressants, and some iron supplements. All those things. Definitely. Are (laughs) very constipating. Definitely. So if you're struggling with chronic constipation... I do recommend setting up an appointment for a nutrition consultation because long-term constipation can lead to complications such as hemorrhoids, rectal bleeding, possibly a prolapsed colon, even can result in a lengthening of the colon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And possibly even colon cancer. Absolutely. Because, you know, that is full of toxins, and so we want to... Eliminate it every day. Mm Mm-hmm. So if your problem is chronic diarrhea, so we kind of looked at constipation. Now, some people have chronic diarrhea, and we know that a lot of people have chronic. We help a lot of clients with that. I remember one client several years ago who, he was a civil civil engineer who literally stopped eating so he could go out in the field and do his job. Yeah. You know, his issue was an ongoing diarrhea problem. And he ended up, he lost so much weight in strength that his boss brought him in for a consultation. I told him what to eat and what not to eat. And he didn't have diarrhea ever again after that consultation. That's great. But it took him over a year of eating lots of food, the right foods, to regain his muscle mass. Yes. And we have lots of clients that have like 15 episodes of diarrhea daily, you know, and in a short time after following the recommendations, the diarrhea is gone, which is, I mean, some people, they just can't even fathom that ever Th- happening. That's right. And it's important to start with small amounts for people who have diarrhea, small amounts of bifidobacteria to crowd out the bad bacteria. And it's really important to eliminate certain things like sugar. Yes. Gluten, soda, grains, yep. dairy yeah. products. Yep. Juice. Some, some raw vegetables. Some Yeah. Salads are not friends of someone with diarrhea. Yep. Right. And again, an individual consultation is the best solution because the cause and the solution 
really often need careful detective work from a nutritionist. Yep. Yes. So we hope we've given you lots of different ideas as far as things that's going to help with both constipation and, and diarrhea. diarrhea. Mm-hmm. So give us a call if you have those issues. It's 651-699-3438. And thank you for listening today. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.